Welcome back to the Reality Serve Drill podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we're going to catch up with you guys on a bunch of shows that um, have been going, I mean, honestly, like the last few weeks, because it's been the holidays, we had Christmas, we had New Year's, but we're back and we're here to talk to you about all of it. We have the challenge to talk about, we have the survivor finale to talk about, House of Villains to talk about um maybe even a little bit of upcoming shows that we're looking forward to uh but yeah we'll go ahead and get started here with the challenge because it's the only thing that doesn't have a finale we're about midway through the season we have actually three episodes to talk about nine ten and eleven it's going all the way back to episode nine um just to refresh our memories here melissa is still in the house at this point um she is upset about Big T leaving. We have the daily challenge uh, that Asaf, Zara, and Raven won. They nominated um, Melissa to go into elimination. Or no. No, no. Yeah. I could help you, Christina. Go into elimination. And then in the deliberation, they pick Colleen. In the yeah. when we get to the elimination, that's when Tori comes in as a mercenary. So we kind of do have a lot to talk about here with Tori. Uh, she calls out her girl Mariah, and um, not only that, but she also sends her girl Melissa home. So that was a. Uh, quite the quite the episode there just a little bit of a recap since that was a couple few weeks ago back here yet um yeah i can't believe i I forgot we're that far behind yeah yeah but that's okay i mean it was literally the holidays like i feel like it's like very understandable that you know we didn't podcast for a few weeks there but we're back now and that's that's all that matters yeah um so i think that maybe since that was so long ago we should start i want to start with some quotes so that it just like kind of gets us back into like what happened that episode so um do you have any quotes that episode do you know no i don't okay so we i had a few um five f5 so melissa (laughs) melissa had a couple she says apparently he has a girlfriend whoops naughty emmanuel naughty but it put it back in your pants so i thought obviously she, that was fun i thought that was funny but she was referring to um emmanuel hooking up with both i believe that was the time that we had the montage of emmanuel with um colleen and then immediately after a movie night uh with his arms around both olivia and raven at the same time um, and then Melissa, she also says, I have more logical conversation with my three-year-old than they do with Asaf. Vienna has a higher IQ than Asaf, 100%. Um, I am not a huge fan of Asaf this season, personally. Uh, I'm not either. I'm his first season. So I... I I listened to him on Challenge Mania the other day, and he said that he thinks that the reason he got called for season 39 is because Madonna reposted one of his, like, music videos, and then um, he said that right right after that happened that a pro- casting producer reached out to him and was like, congratulations, and then he was, like, cast on the season. That's funny, because it's like... I guess you kind of because his first season he was only on one episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe they kind of forgot about him until then. Well, how can you forget about somebody who's on two? Who's been on two other of your network shows? Like he's literally on Ru, Ru's Paul's Drag Race right now. He's in the pit crew, and <laughs> um, he was on Are You the One? Like, how do you forget about somebody who's a regular on your network? I know. <laughs> and, and not only that, but like, I don't think Asaf is good personally. He's not for me when it comes to reality TV because I also feel like, okay, so he won Big Brother in Israel. He won um, 
Israel like ninja warrior. He was a finalist or no, a semi-finalist, I'm sorry, in American Ninja Warrior. And the only reason he didn't get farther is because he took himself out of the competition because his wife went into labor. I mean, it's insane. Like he's been on he was on so, so you think you can dance. Like he's been on so much reality TV to have that much to really be a veteran in reality TV and be giving so little. Yeah. However, I will say that uh, he thinks he's doing something, but it just comes off as fake. So I get what you're saying. And I feel like he's doing what he needs to get. He like says, like, I I don't want to call back whatever, but he's doing what he needs to do because he's fighting with the right people. He's fighting with Zach. He's fighting with Jordan. He's fighting with Devin. Um, One of the things also on the when he was on Challenge Mania, they do like the uh, YouTube Zoom things now. And uh, his name on his Zoom name literally was Devin is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, like he's fighting with the right people. He's right. He, he, even Darrell, like he has problems with Darrell. Like there, there's all these people. I don't know, but I will say also he he is in my one of my money league picks, and I'm in first right now. So I mean, I guess maybe he's doing something. But I think it's more Michelle. I have a soften Michelle in the money league. Oh yeah, that's a that's good. Yes, you're getting uh, a lot of points. For that I I definitely am for sure. Um. Okay. So then I have a quote from Jay. He says, "I have to vote for you, Colleen, because that's the way it's looking. It's going to have to go." When he was vote number four when this happened and he said that so if he really wanted to change the votes he he could have done that but i thought that was interesting too that he he made that um statement when he was literally vote number four and then tori of course she says mariah what the fuck dude this is not good he is heartbroken does a little heartbreak thing with her hands heartbroken dude heartbroken um, and I just feel like that like needs to go in there because that's like the storyline of this season. So um yeah, I gave I gave Tori that credit there. And Olivia, um, she says, Wait, I thought everything was a secret. Nope. Okay, apparently not. When when Tori called her out. I don't that's like I don't know. All the all of them coming in and ca- calling out Mariah is getting a little old, but that's I don't know. So Mariah and Laurel um, are friends outside of the show. They, after Ryder dies, became friends and have hung out several times. And she said that Laurel said like really nice things to her, but of course they didn't show it. And then also um, she said that Darrell said like, no, I'm just kidding. Like he would do the same thing to you, but they didn't show that. I thought, yeah, I saw that too. I was, that didn't surprise me because it's like, I, I could not see him getting involved in caring. No. Definitely not. I, I, I can't see them being like, like, if production's like, oh, you should say something or whatever, and, like, him, like, saying something just, like, kind of as a joke. That's how I view Darrell, anyways, in particular. Yeah. Now, we had two back-to-back female eliminations, and part of me wonders, though, did we have two back-to-back female eliminations because Bananas was supposed to be there and he backed out? Because that's the only time we have back-to-back female eliminations or male eliminations this whole season so far. But yeah, supposedly it's just chaos. I don't believe it. I think Bananas, that was, that was the week Bananas was supposed to go and he backed out. Yep. I think that's what I was thinking too. You reminded me though, I think this was the episode that Highland and Asaf got in that fight where Asaf was like, don't talk about my mom. So that would be my quote because Highland didn't even say anything about his mom. Um, I don't know. It's when um, Asaf and Mm -hmm. Melissa, right? And then Highland started. I like that moment because it reminded me of his fight with Xavier on Big Brother. It was like the same thing. That's funny. Yeah, when he was like talking about- So that would be like my quote- moment okay i like that i like that a lot 
Um, I gave my MVP to Raven this episode because she got her revenge on Melissa for throwing that drink on her. Um, oh. by throwing her into elimination. I, I, I mean, I love Melissa, but like as far as the game goes, as far as like TV goes, I think that that was definitely the right move for her to make. Um, so I gave my MVP to Raven and I gave my LVP to Colleen for crying about Emmanuel. And then I gave an LVP to both Jay and Emmanuel. Um, Emmanuel probably for his six shenanigans. And I don't know what Jay did to piss me off, but something. He's been, he's been so annoying. So that doesn't surprise me. I like literally I'm trying to look through, like scan through and I don't even see Jay's name in my notes. So I don't know what he did to make me mad, but something. Yeah, he's just been cocky and annoying. Um I for MVP, I gave my MVP to Kyland because I liked how he stood up for Melissa in that moment. And then my LVP I gave to Asaf because he, I felt like he was just insufferable this whole episode. Yeah. This whole season, really. Yeah. Right. You're right. Um, okay, so episode 10, to recap this episode a little bit, refresh your minds was um when we had the skyball daily challenge and they were in two teams of um two teams and so we had raven emmanuel mariah colleen Asaf, zara jay and Horacio on one team and then we had narice olivia michelle ed Corey, berna kyland and james on the other team um the first team that I named sorry I should have just said those people at this point are the ones who won and they send Kyland into elimination um and then when we get to the deliberation um James is the person who sent in he like really doesn't politic at all and um I think maybe if he did the votes could have been skewed a little bit differently but he didn't, so um, that's when we have Darrell come up as the champ, and he pulls Kylan's name, and Kylan actually beats Darrell, um, and Darrell also, as we mentioned, says something to Mariah. Are these champs even trying? Oh yeah, I think I think Kylan did really well that. Okay, yeah. Obviously, I'm not watching, but I feel I feel like a lot of champs have lost. Yeah. Well. The, the problem is, is that um, the way that the format is set up, it's like everybody kind of wants to work together for the most part, unless somebody is in elimination that's like not in their alliance, but there's such like big alliances and even like people that aren't in your alliance, people don't want to leave if they're like a strong person because they have to like win so many of these challenges together as a team. Plus if they lose, then they lose $10,000. So um in some cases, it's been very easy for the audience to help um, the person on the season. And I feel like that's part oh. of the why champs are, are winning or losing, I mean, is because they have like so much audience help. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did Devin lose? I forget. Um, but has Devin been no, on yet? Devin won. He sent Calum. Okay. Devin, I I know a lot of people don't like him. He's really not my favorite person either, but he has a really good elimination record and he has beat some greats. You I mean Devin, I have loved him at times and I've hated him at times. He's a really weird one for me. I I yeah, I can see that too. But I'm just I'm just saying like there's one thing that like nobody can say about Devin and that's that he's not good at eliminations because he is. Um, okay, so a couple quotes this episode. I have one from Berna. She says, if we are in an alliance, we have to talk about the game, not just about how much you like me as a person. I, I liked, I kind of liked Berna's meltdown in this episode because that was the quote I had too when she was like yelling at Michelle and she's like, you don't spend time with me as a friend. Yeah, I, I, yes, 
I agree. I mean, that was great. I, it was a great back and forth. And Michelle just like had no idea what to say because she, she is protected by way too many people. She's it. Yeah, totally. Um, and during the elimination, at one point, everybody was like throwing the um, balls at Jay and he was putting them into this like basket. He was like sitting on top of it, making sure he like got as many as possible. And Asaf, who was on the other team, says, this is very impressive of Uncle Jay. And just the way that he said it, I thought it was funny because I could tell, like, in that moment that, like, that's really what he calls Jay in real life, like an uncle to his kids or whatever. So I liked that. Uh, Kyland, he had a quote. He says, I've gathered you all here. Oh. Okay. I've gathered you all here today and I'm in all black because this is a funeral. I wanted to, with a heavy heart, put to rest my connection with Melissa. She's gone, so don't put me in her seat. All right, she's out of the game. <laughs> Which, according to Asaf, on that a podcast I listened to the other day, at the very end, he said, fuck Melissa. Kylan said that? Supposedly. I, you know what? I don't know if I believe that. Thank you. I didn't know if I believed it either, but I uh, thought maybe I was just biased because I like Melissa so much. No, I don't. He doesn't like Kylan, so he maybe have maybe heard what he wanted to hear. I don't know about that. That's true. Um, Darrell had um a quote he said james and kylan do not look like no challenge champions james looks like he's about to go ice skating you need to go dance on dancing with the stars or something oh yeah that was my that made me laugh too that was probably my favorite moment you're right and then emmanuel said i paid these champions ten thousand dollars to take out my competition come on Darrell. and i liked that um because I liked the way that he looked at it as like paying the champions to take out the competition. Yeah, right. Did you have any quotes this episode? Oh, you just said the burner one. Yeah, just that burner one is the one I wrote down. What about your MVP? Uh, my MVP I gave to Kylan because he won the elimination. Same. And he had a good attitude. I think I thought he had a good attitude about it too. So I gave it to Kylan. I gave mine to Kylan too. I gave an honorable mention to Mariah because um, of her politicking skills for James. Even though it didn't work, she really put herself out there. And um, I liked seeing a more political side of her. And I gave an honorable mention to Jay as well because he's really the reason why um, they won that challenge. And then... Um, I gave my LVP to James for just, like, not trying, not trying to politic, being like, if they want to throw me in, they can throw me in. I'm like, mm, no, not not there for it. Yeah, I that's who I gave my LVP to as well, to James. Um. Okay, so moving on to the most recent episode, then, of the challenge. Um, episode 11 was just last week, so I don't think I really need to uh give a little recap of that one i'll just dive right into my quotes here um olivia i have her saying i definitely know who cristiano ronaldo is and if you don't know you are insane because he's the hottest man alive hello and <laughs> <laughs> then i have um mariah says raven it was three on four i'm sorry which really she meant that it was um like one against four, the th one against three like she said it the opposite way of what she meant it and then uh -huh. um James he says these types of parties I tend to not want to be involved but I've got to keep the challenge wifey happy and so I gave him a quote for that. I think that was my favorite one because after all the politicking we saw Mariah do for him, really throwing herself on a sword for him, really. And then also, like, knowing all the backlash that she's been getting from all the vets, um, it made me happy to see that, like, he's actually acknowledging her, too, and it's not just one-sided. Right. Yeah. 
And then after the elimination, Corey said to Raven, you're the Laurel Slayer. She's only lost to three people and you're one of them. And I just love that Corey just knew that stat off the top of his head. Yes, I, I like that too. Um, for, for quotes, I, I don't know why, but I had Berna again when she like was interrupting everyone hooking up and she was like, don't do it while we sleep because no, <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> uh that's funny does she not remember hooking up with nelson i don't know i'm just saying um okay so i gave my mvp i really struggled with who to give my mvp to this episode because i didn't really think anybody deserved it but i gave it to Rossio. For being honest with Norris about filming Exelon, having that like potentially like hard conversation with her about being gone for potentially eight months. Um, Why is the show so goddamn long? I still don't no. get it. I don't know. It's I don't even know. She said it was eight months, but or for he, I know that one of them said that it was eight months, but I think it's like September to February April. or March. I don't think he's coming back till April. She said. Okay, maybe. But yeah, it well, regardless, it's a super long show. Um, so that obviously is a tough conversation. Um, so I gave it to him for that, and then also like leaning into his feelings, kissing her, and like really having those real moments. Um, I gave it to Horacio, and I did not give it to Norris. Um, I considered giving it to both, but I didn't give her um any just because I felt like he was the one that who really like had to step up in this situation, and although like she was accepting and like realistic about it. I felt like it was really him and he was the one that like had to put himself out there. Right. Yeah, you're right. And then I gave an honorable mention to Raven for winning the elimination, but I could not, I could not give her my MVP because she did so horrible with them daily. <laughs> okay. Well, I gave her my MVP for winning the elimination. Um, which I mean, fair. She she beat Laurel, which is, and she did have help from the crowd, but not like an overwhelming amount of help. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, she had the the right strategy to beat Laurel for sure. And then I gave my LVP to Michelle. Me um, too. Of course, I did too. I can't stand her. Yeah, she. She was a lot this episode in not like a flattering way. Um, she just, I feel like was just like freaking out about Laurel and it was just super unnecessary. Like they didn't even know for sure it was going to be Laurel that was coming or I don't know, maybe they do get hints, but I, I don't know. It was just unnecessary to start crying and worrying about it and planning for it. was just so unnecessary. Yes, I agree. And well, then I obviously didn't see any of that, but I did see the clip when Laurel showed up and Michelle was in the audience or not audience, you know, mm-hmm, anyways, yeah. that little, that little piece. And it just verified why I dislike her so much. Yep. Like, talk about cringe, like her reaction, what she was doing, the fake laugh. It was, gosh, she's awful. She's so phony, and I can't stand her because every week she comes on Twitter and she's like, Well, it didn't happen like that. What actually happened was X, Y, and like tries to like re spin everything in her favor. I can't stand her. Mm-hmm. No. I can't stand- and then even this week, I saw like Kylan was replying to her and was like, No, you actually did say this. And she was like, no, I actually know I would never have said that. So I just can't, I can't stand how she comes on Twitter. Ew, I can picture her talking like that too. It's so, I, know, I never so would have said that like in her accent. And then she, and then she's like, well, I only turned on Raven because of this. And I only turned on this person because they did that. Nothing is her fault. She's not accountable for anything. I, it's, it's so frustrating. I but agree. some people love her. So I don't know. She'll be back a million times, I'm sure. Yeah, People and love she's her. giving me a lot of fantasy points. So, yeah, she is. I bet. Like, right here. <laughs> yeah. I am in first place right now, actually. So, just got to. That's say. awesome. 
Um, that was I actually looked the other day, and I think that. Never mind. That's totally a spoiler. I will tell you guys separately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was yeah. I was about to say like how far down until yeah. Anyways, I will uh, stop there. Um. Okay. So I had an LVP honorable mention for Zara for for um self nominating herself. She like wanted it to be this big great moment, but I don't think it it didn't do it for me. So I gave her an LVP honorable mention, and I gave Berna an LVP honorable mention for um breaking up all of the hooking up. Um. She's been there in the challenge house. She knows how it is. She had Nelson. And, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Give me those hookup points, Berna. Why Why are you giving me less points right now? I don't like it. Right. <laughs> um. Okay, so any final thoughts about the challenge before we move on to the last two episodes of Survivor? Uh, no, I'm just like, I don't like the season at all. It's really hard to watch. So I don't really have any thoughts. Um, I, I think by the time I, the, the episode is airing currently as we're recording this. So I think it's, it's okay for me to say that I am excited to see Cara Maria make her return tonight. I, well, it makes me just want to skip to the end, right? Like, I don't need to watch the whole thing. Let me just skip to the end and watch that. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. But I think it's super weird that obviously it didn't film this way, but I think it's super weird that Polly came made his return before um Kara and I think it's also weird that Kara is returning as a mercenary in the eliminations before they air all size 4. Although I did hear a rumor that um, they're going to use Kara's return to promote All Stars Four. So if we get an All Stars Four preview tonight, then I guess it's okay. Oh, that would be great. Hope it's true. Hope it's true. Um, okay, so the last two episodes of Survivor I thought were actually really, really good. So um I have a few quotes here. So I have D. She says, out here, I'm gonna swear on everybody. I'm gonna swear on my dog. I'm gonna swear on my mom, on my dad. And they're still gonna be alive when I leave here. And they're gonna be happy when I win that I, and that I swore on them. <laughs> yeah, that was great from D. I thought that was hilarious. I loved it. Um and then Jake when he says, I'm a fun babysitter, Julie. And they go look for the idol. And then <laughs> Jake again when he says, but yeah, we were telling Drew we were looking for peppers. We were looking for peppers under rocks. We were looking for peppers, you know, under leaves and in the trees. We were looking for peppers everywhere. I need some spice in this game. Yeah, we were looking for idols. Yeah. That was, that's the quote I sent you too. That was mine too. Oh, uh, yeah. I loved that. And then- and then there was this dialogue between J- Drew and Jake. And it's really Jake that I liked. Um, I really, his personality, I think, started to shine a lot more when there was fewer people there. Um, but at one point, Drew says, damn, life is sure unfair. And Jake goes, hey, we're on Survivor. We aren't doing too bad. You know what I mean? And Drew says, I want you to know I spend an hour a day scraping rice off the side of a crusty, gross, dirty pot. And Jake goes, on Survivor. (laughs) (laughs) He loved his attitude. Such a fan of the show. He was great. He really Um, grew up towards the end. And then he had another quote where he apparently says, damn, so I'm not on the dream team. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. Jake just was just making me laugh all over the place this episode. Good for Jake. Um, but I did give my MVP to D for winning that um, final immunity. And that's obviously a really big deal. And then I gave an honorable mention to Jake for his attitude. And then I gave my LVP to Drew for having a terrible attitude and also um, for being voted out. 
I so I gave my uh my quote was the same Jake quote that you had. My MVP was Jake, and my LVP was Austin because he played his idol incorrectly and he could have saved Drew. That's true. So that's why I gave Austin my LVP. I don't think it's a bad thing for Austin though that Drew was on the jury. And when he was, because it's not like Austin did it in a way that would make Drew not vote for him in the end. I think Austin wanted Drew in in the end with him, but yeah, that's probably true, actually. But I don't know if it was me, I would want that extra vote personally. Yeah. So when we get to the finale, I gave. My MVP to D for winning the whole thing. Super proud of her. And I gave my LVP to Katara um, because she voted the wrong way. And if she would have voted differently, um, the whole finale, D would have been voted out and the whole finale would be completely different. She would have had a much better chance of winning. Um, and yeah, so I had to give my LVP. They voted the wrong way. You mean when they had the opportunity to get D out and she and Jake said we're going to vote D out and then at the last minute she got scared and switched to Julie, right? Yes. Yeah, right. I agree. That was her losing moment on the show. Mm-hmm. So that changed everything, that one Yeah. Decision. And Jake was like very upset and understandably so. Yeah. It was at the end. You can't just change your vote at the last minute. Especially because she made him, like, swear on his grandma or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. they're in the fourth quarter here. Like, come on. You gotta... You, in order in order to win at these games sometimes, like, you have to make the risky move. You're not going to win without any risk. Right. Exactly. Um, but then I... I gave a quote to Katura, though. She says, I'm getting really nervous about this pair. I'm mad that we didn't recognize this earlier. Um, talking about Austin and Dee, when she literally, the previous episode, was talking about how they needed to get out, but she didn't get Dee out. So, um, that's on you, Katura. That's on you. And then Emily, she had a quote. At the very end, where she says, when someone holds a mirror up to you, you can't just close your eyes and look away and be like, I'm going to ignore that, that you have to look and it might be hard at points, but you learn a little bit about yourself and maybe you can know, fix your hair or something in the process. <laughs> um, My quote was when... Jake got the numbers like where they had to count all the stuff and he got the numbers and it was like certain numbers 18 some 43 and something and he said these are the numbers and he named the winners from each of the season he he said JT Gabler Denise so it was like JT won season 18 Gabler won 43 and then Denise whatever the one whatever the last one was so I like that I thought that was funny yeah I, I really liked Jake in the end of this. Um, he wasn't my favorite most of the season, but these last couple episodes, I thought he really shined, for sure. We got to see his personality more, and he's a really funny guy, so I liked it. And him winning the fire-making was, like, heartwarming, touching. Like, I mean, I, I was very proud of him, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Because he just wanted a moment and he finally got his moment. So um, we finish up our Survivor Fantasy League and we have our winners for that. Um, I did order a cameo, but I haven't received it back yet. Um, But our winners were in first place was Janelle and second place was Megan. And in third place is our friend Alyssa. So, yeah, those were our, our top three. Oh, that's great. Congrats. Yeah. So, moving on to House of Villains. Um, This is was one of my favorite shows. I'm so, like, I 
I'm so sad that it's over, honestly. We need to eat another one soon. I'm sure we'll get a second. We have to get a second. Like, there's no way. It's so good. It's so good. The quotes are just like quotes on quotes on like it's, the whole episode's crazy. I know. I didn't even do any quotes. So I'm like, I could have done like 15. Seriously. Well, I do have one, but I don't remember it exactly. You probably re- remember it. Okay. So um, I believe we have two. Yeah. Two episodes to talk about. So the first one um, I gave bananas my MVP for winning the competition. And at this point, I feel like he's like really in control of the so I gave him my MVP, and then I gave Anafisa an MVP honorable mention for um, getting Shake's ball in the pool that, like, got him eliminated or whatever. And then I gave Amorosa my LVP for not only getting eliminated, but also for the way that she refused to go on the little chair thing and had to walk out the front door. Boo. Is this the episode Johnny Fairplay got nominated? Bananas nominated him. Um. Yeah. So. And, um, mm-hmm. Okay. Then Johnny Fairplay was my LVP. He was such for such a villain. He was such a little bitch this whole season. Yeah, but he's old. I. I know. I didn't enjoy him. I feel like that's why he's so like, more sensitive than he used to be. Like. What season of Survivor was he on? How many seasons ago was that? Yeah. 20, I mean, 30 something. Yeah. Um, It's been a long time. I feel like that's why he was probably like young and like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. He has kids now. He's just, I think, been married and divorced and now is re engaged. So I don't know. He just wasn't, he just wasn't the Johnny Fairplay villain. And so then, the but he would talk himself up. He would talk himself up in confessionals, and then I don't know. So bananas had a quote. He said, "I think Johnny Fairplay is having a reality television villain midlife crisis right before our very eyes." <laughs> okay, so that kind of sums up what I, what I said, how so I described who, it. Who was your MVP? I'm trying to remember that episode. I feel like I watched it so long ago. Who won? Oh, Johnny won. Mm-hmm. Um, and who was what? Le- I guess Johnny would have to be. Yeah. How about you, Michelle? That's what I had bananas as my MVP for this one. And then I had Omarosa as my LVP. Yeah, I'm not. I am not a fan of Omarosa at all. She um, came off <laughs> She came off so bad on this. I mean, and you have to also remember that like I've never seen her on anything before. I this is my first like no, not doing it for me. Maybe if I'd seen her before, sure. But I haven't. So. No, she never did it for me. She's really the villain that you you know how there's villains you love to hate. Love to hate, and there's villains that you like can't stand just hate she was kind of that always that for me she is a true villain she is but I don't know like New York like I love you know you love I just I never had that for Omarosa yeah um okay so I also had a quote a couple quotes actually from Johnny Fairplay um one of them he says it's all right it's still more famous I'm still more famous than him. 30 million people never watched him do anything. <laughs> Talking about he's, bananas? He's uh-huh. living in the past. He's living <laughs> in the past. <laughs> and then Johnny Fairplay says, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Johnny Fairplay and I don't play fair. Womp, womp, womp. Um, Shake has a quote where he says this is the house of villains not the house of cryberries and fair play says as far as crying i did and i meant it as far as quitting i didn't and i meant that and i thought that was good because like 
I don't know. I mean, it's true. Like, yeah, he cried, but he didn't quit like Omarosa did. As far as I'm concerned, that's a quitting is a bigger bitch move than crying about it. It yeah. wasn't even the tears yeah. that got me. It's just he, the talking himself up in the confessionals and then really the no follow through. And then the, I don't know. Did you watch his season, Christina? No, you probably didn't, right? I mean, he really was a true, I think later Russell Hance came in. He was after him, who was a true villain and that you love to hate. And he really was, he, he really was. He was one of those, like you hated him, but you were impressed. Interesting. So he was just, like you said, it's been years, but mm -hmm. to have watched him then and now like, yeah. I mean, I really like that they started with, like, a OG reality TV villains, but I think that the scope could be widened a lot more. For sure. Um, okay, so then I also have a little dialogue quote between Tanisha and Omarosa at the very end. Um, Tanisha says, go to hell, Omarosa. And Omarosa says, I'll meet your family there. And Tanisha says, yep, the devil awaits. You're fired. Again. <laughs> That was that's, a good one. That's what I had to, Christine. <laughs> Go to hell, Omarosa. That's what I had to. That's funny. Okay. I love Tanisha. I think she's like one of my favorite people for sure. On this. I don't know. I honestly, it's hard to choose. I really like this whole cast besides Omarosa. And Shake, but you have to have somebody that like. But how did Shake make it this far? I thought he was going to be a goner at the beginning. He, I'm shocked he made it so far. Same. I don't know. I feel like he was just like able to maneuver himself so that people hated somebody worse than they hated him. Yeah. My other my other favorite quote is like I don't know if it's a quote, but it's when the doctor with the they were the doctor basically was like I did not tell her what to do when Omarosa was like the doctor didn't meditate. <laughs> That's so that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I told her nothing. And yeah. Tell them that I can't do this. Okay, well, I'm not I'm not gonna tell you that. You can do this. Well, I'm not gonna die. Oh, okay. Let's be a little more dramatic here. So coming off of an omarosa <laughs> uh elimination banishment, as though, you know, that's not um joyful enough in itself we now have the house of villains finale and in the finale um mr johnny bananas gets to decide who he takes with him um to the finale and who will be facing off in um the final um elimination so he picks Tanisha to go with him. He's actually really struggling about this because they've become pretty close in the house. And he thinks if he takes her that she's going to win. But he thinks that if he doesn't take her, then it's like taking $200,000 away from her. And um, I thought that was really interesting considering the whole, you know, Sarah debacle. Um, yeah. and especially like even Anna Fisa, she says like, sounds like something you would do because he's done it. Um, but he picks her, he picks her, and I, you know, um, I gave him an LVP honorable mention for it. I'm sorry, but he lost a game for himself, and this is a game show, and maybe she needed it more than him, and maybe, I don't know, there's, like, behind-the-scenes stuff that happens. I, I don't know, but, um, from a game standpoint, that was a terrible game move, and I gave him my LVP honorable mention for it. I gave Bobby my LVP for um, not even attending the finale. Um, I gave Anafisa a honor MVP honorable mention for um, winning that final elimination and solidifying her spot in the top three. And I gave Tanisha my MVP for winning the whole thing. Yes, she deserves it. I she has my MVP as well. And basically MVP for the whole Yeah. I agree. Who was your MVP out, Abby? Okay, so even though I do love um 
Tanisha. She was one of my favorites, if not my favorite. I actually gave it to and and how do you say her name? Antifa and Antifa. Yeah. I gave it to her because I wanted to give it to like um Omarosa in New York get my honorable mentions. I love how they all voted for Tanisha to win, but the other girl broke the tie and she was like, I'm glad I never get to hear one of your stupid jokes again. I'm voting for Tanisha. Yes. And that for someone who was like, not even on, I could have cared less about her all season. I'm like, I don't even know why she's here. I thought that was iconic and she broke the tie and she had, she got my MVP. I I love that reason. And um, I, yeah, that was a great quote. And then my LVP was bananas. Who was your LVP, um, Michelle? I fair play for the same reasons that Abby did in the last episode. He just acted like such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I it's understandable. I had a couple quotes this episode. Um New York I had saying I'm worse than Jason Voorhees, sweetheart. I'm the HBIC you can't kill me. I don't know how to say that. How do you say that? Jason Voorhees? Yeah, Voorhees. Yep. Yeah, okay. And then um, Shake says, Amorosa, you suck. I will say you fucking suck. And then Banana says, I got 99 problems and two of them are girls. <laughs> also had a third at home. Whoops. Oh, I mean, I just had to add that because of the Mariah stuff. Like, how are you so salty you don't even go in as a mercenary and you have to give us two back-to-back girl eliminations for <laughs> you to be saying in confessionals on another show that filmed prior? Got two of them are girls. Got 99 problems and two of them are girls. No, no, no. His ego. And then Corinne, she says, so I heard you and Anne Fisa are in love. That's cute. <laughs> you said exactly how she says it. That's cute. Oh. And poor Corinne is still falling for bananas. Shenanigans. I don't get it. I don't get the bananas appeal. Like, I don't know. He has a little bit of a charming side to him and he can be funny. But I've just hated him for so long for the, not even for some of the recent stuff, like the stealing of Sarah's money, but uh-huh. for the, uh, I hated um, Kenny and that whole J.E.K. era. I hated them. Um, for me, it's also like, isn't it like a known fact that he's like not well endowed? Like, how are all these girls like falling all over him and letting him then him treat them like absolute crap? Like, what? I don't understand. Like, yeah, I've heard that. I don't. Was that? Was there ever any proof of that, or was that just? I'm pretty Something. sure there's a picture out there, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll pass. Uh, but, um, yeah. No, I just, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, like, knowing that. It's like, I don't know. I mean, at least, like, if a girl is, like, to use Katie's word, dickmatized, it's like, I don't know. But, like, I don't know. How how can you let a guy treat you like crap and not even get good sex? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I, mean, I don't know because, you know, just because of his ego and selfishness, I can't imagine him doing anything for them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so what he's lacking 
in size, I don't think he makes up for anywhere else. I just can't see a guy like him doing that. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And it just, it, I don't know, blows my mind, but stop talking about, um, bananas in that way right now. But <laughs> yeah. So Coming up, I know Michelle has a show that she's excited excited for. It's called We Are Family. It's similar to Claim to Fame. Claim. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's like music edition. So if you're into yeah. that thing. Yeah, I don't know. I can't I don't remember from the preview who's gonna be guessing who the celebrity relatives are, but it should be interesting. Okay. Yeah, so we will definitely check that out. Um, House of Villains just wrapped. Survivor just wrapped. I think there's another season of Survivor coming, but not for another couple months here. Um, we have... What is in January? We have Vanderpump Rules, but that's not until the very end of January. We have the Traders coming up. That's in like a week or two. Like 10 days. Yeah, I think January 12th I saw an ad for it. Okay. Yep. So maybe the next time we can we podcast, since the only thing on right now is the challenge, um, mm-hmm. we'll just wait until Traders is on, and then we can talk about both of those. Um, we'll add House of... Or not House of Villains. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules, which I know House of Villains. I'm so excited that the three of us are going to be talking about that since you've caught up on it. And I'm not caught up, but I'm like catching up. I'll be caught up by then. I just finished season eight. I'm at the reunion right now, which is hilarious because it's uh, during COVID. And so it's like every the whole reunion is like social distance on Zoom. And obviously we all went through that, but it's just funny to look back on since it's been a couple years. So I'm watching Southern Charm and... I've never seen watched that before. Because <laughs> thanks to Michelle, I went down a Bravo rabbit hole uh-huh. um, at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. And I just wa- watched the season where it was COVID. And it is. It's so crazy. That's like, wait, we went through this. It's been almost four years. But it's it was kind of, I had the same feeling as wild to like see it come up again. Um, yeah, so I just saw somebody, Caitlin, she posted in the Vanderpump Rules group chat that Nick Bayal launches Envy Media Company and will produce podcast podcasts hosted by Vanderpump Rules stars Katie Maloney and Dana Cathan. Interesting. Oh, is Dana, I wonder if Dana's going to be on the new season because she's been hanging out with Katie a lot. You know who else Katie's been hanging out with? She's been in Nashville a lot, hanging out with Caitlin Bristow. Oh, yes. I saw that, too. Like, a lot. Like, I don't know. A lot recently. So, I am hoping that, you know, maybe next season or season (laughs) after, we'll be seeing Caitlin as friend of Katie. Um, But (laughs) we'll see. That's That's a dream. Um, all right. Well, do either of you have any other final thoughts? No. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.